Christ is risen. As we continue the joyful celebration of our Lord's resurrection, we have this Sunday the commemoration of the holy myrrh the women who came to the tomb to finish the job that had been left not entirely done by Joseph and Nicodemus, as Joseph uh, and Nicodemus had a very little time left to be able to put our Lord in the sepulcher that was Joseph's own grave that they did, as it were, a quick job. They had some things at hand and they needed to uh, complete the task. So the holy myrrh were coming to complete the job of anointing our Lord's body. And of course, as they came to the tomb, we know that they, in their tears, uh, coming to the grave, they did not see a sealed uh, tomb, but that they came to see uh, it burst open with angels present uh, to tell them to go and become heralds of the gospel. We have the Sunday a commemoration of the Holy Apostle James, the brother of John the Theologian, one of the sons of thunder, whom we had this evening readings from the epistle of St. James. And it's especially, I always, this is one of those books, if Paul is daunting to read, Romans, Ephesians, Colossians, uh, where you get about two or three verses into a chapter of Romans and you just start scratching your head as to what Paul is saying, James is a good place to start in the New Testament uh, to wrap your mind around apostolic teaching. There's especially the first few verses that I just want to draw our attention to this evening for just a moment. And that is when James encourages the 12 tribes that are scattered abroad, he encourages them to count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. There is, uh, as we all know, pretty much within that first week after Pascha, uh, there's all of the effort, the fasting, the uh, services, the preparation for Pascha, that all of Lent and especially then of Holy Week. And then there is the week after all of that, where we have some radiance of the possible glory, but all of the trials and temptations of life, they don't go away. <laughs> They're there. And in some ways, they might be fresh as ever because of what we just experienced. And I would say are experiencing. But it is what James says for us to kind of joy to experience trials. That is a very hard thing to sometimes hear. You don't want to, when you're going through trials, you want to say, cheer up, you're going through trials. This is the way it's supposed to be. That is not a typical response that we really want to hear. But this is James saying, take joy in trials because this joy produces patience. It produces a fullness, a completion. In other words, in other parts of scripture, it is kind of like a fire, a melting away of things the impurities uh, so that we can stand uh, 
in the midst of trials and temptations like our Lord did throughout the week that we walked with him, to stand before God purified with joy, but it takes patience. Joy, it takes faith, it takes hope, it takes love. And all of this is possible not out of our superhuman efforts, but because Christ is risen. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit. Because we know the end of the story. We know where all of this is headed. And we know that we have a God who is a good and loving God, not a capricious or masochistic or something like that, but he is a good God. We may not understand or know all of what is going on, but we know in those trials and temptations and things that assail us or things that come up within us that we need to be able to look to our risen Lord, to like Thomas this past week, to put our fingers back into that place from whence we came. As the fathers talk about the blood and the water that came from his side is exactly what birthed us to be Christians. In our baptism, in our ready uh, reception of communion, this is all from the side of our Lord. Just like Eve is taken from the side of Adam. So this is for us uh, a great joy, even if the possible uh, proclamations start to wing as our joy starts to feel a little assailed or rusty, that we come again and again to that life-giving side of our Lord, uh, like the myrrh-bearers who have now good news to proclaim to all of the apostles into the world. Christ is risen. Indeed he is risen. Christos and Esti. Christos and Esti. Christos and Esti.